Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Want to know what Tifa's dream is? Help us reach 30K in 30 days for Tifa's nonprofit Snow Approach Foundation, located in Hillsborough, North Carolina. Visit GoFundMe.com and search for Snow Approach or go to tipasnow.info forward slash 30 days. This podcast is brought to you by Tover, the creators of the Tover Tobble. The Tover Tobble promotes more joyful social connections for seniors living with dementia through its wide range of interactive games. Developed with seniors and care professionals, Tover Tobble's games are designed to suit different stages of dementia and times of day. Discover more about the Tover Tobble and the power of purposeful play at www.tover.care forward slash US. Hello and welcome to Tifa Snow's Dementia Care Partners podcast. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tifa Snow. And today's podcast is a bit of a mix and match uh, where we get a chance to explore a few topics such as why do caregivers yell? What can I do if my person is a wanderer? How do I get any sleep? Um, Tifa what are some of the physical signs of dementia, Alzheimer's? Uh, how come mom can remember details about some things, not others? You know, we've got a million topics there that we just like would like to explore all at once. Wow. We'll probably have to do a whole bunch more programs on this. Yeah, sorry about that, Greg. One size does not fit all in answers when the questions are so varied. So why do caregivers yell? <laughs> Why do caregivers yell? Usually it's an indication that a caregiver has reached their limit or they feel like they're not being heard or they're not being listened to or they're not getting their message across or somebody doesn't get my message or I am so frustrated. And it's not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody will yell. Some people will stomp their feet. Some people will hit something. Some people will throw something. But when I'm doing it, it's a signal of I give up. I quit. I'm done. I have reached my limit. So it's usually not a good sign when caregivers yell. And the interesting thing, Greg, is that about half of caregivers who yell have no self-awareness. So if I were, as your person, to say, you're yelling at me, what do you think you might say if you didn't have awareness? No, I'm not. You are too. So and the fight is on. And the fight is on. Because the other thing in addition to yelling is arguing. Because when you start yelling, it means the part of your brain that is not able to regulate volume and intensity is also the part of your brain that is not able to pause and consider what was the incoming message and what does that mean and what could I do with that rather than simply react to it. <laughs> So think before reacting. Well, but that's the trouble with reactions is it, it, we're reactionary yeah. by, by nature. We see we danger, are. we react. So how do we teach ourselves yeah, so to take the, that pause? Yeah. So the first thing is to go, wow. So when someone says something that you don't believe, rather than, you know, in this case, I don't believe you. I think I'm not yelling. Of course I'm not yelling. But instead of arguing, a new synaptic pattern we can develop is, oh, wow, a surprise. That was a surprise. I could view it rather than a threat as a surprise. And that means I have to recognize 
if you say that to me, your point of view and my point of view, oh, wow, we're in confrontational stance. So at that moment, I have a chance. I have a chance at that moment to go, wow. So what do you mean by confrontational stance? Like if I was able to do third person and stand back and look at the two people who were there, would I likely be in front of that person? Yeah. So that's the thing. So if I say yes and you say no, or if I say no, I'm not, and you say yes, you are, that means all we are is if our two hands are coming together, it's palm to palm. We are pushing back on each other. So we're not we're not anywhere but pushing each other, and it's called resistance. And so if I say yes and you say no, it just means we're going to keep pushing at each other. And if somebody is the care person and I'm pushing my person who's got brain change, I might want to look in the mirror, but I can't. I can't in that moment. But if I could, I'd take a step back and pause and just look at myself and go, wow, I'm I have brain change, but I'm not saying you can in that moment for this group because that's too intense. But to at least go, wow, this sounds like a fight. I mean, it's I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm frustrated, but I don't have the ability to see myself. But all I want you to do is stop pushing in that moment. And to stop pushing, it turns out human brains need something to do. If you don't give them something to do, they'll do what they already know how to do, which is? Fight and argue, yeah. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. So what I'm saying is we got to do something different. So I'm going to give you wow. So, because wow, wow forces you to breathe out, right? I, I, I notice in some of your videos, uh, yeah, and you're right about the wow, but some of your videos, I notice about that time, you also suddenly move to the side of the person mm-hmm. instead of in front. Now, mm-hmm. there's light bulbs going off here because, mm-hmm. you know, if I want to get into a fight in a bar, I just got to go and stand in front of somebody. And, well, that's all you got to do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then say, no, you're not. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, that's not going to work out so well for somebody, usually me, but. So, but like, if you imagine that you have two palms coming together, you can either clap or you can push, but if you take one of those palms and you turn it to the side, but the palms are still, there's still a possibility of the palms coming together, but they're not pushing each other, like your thumbs come together. So you're forming like a little corner there. When you do that, you're starting to actually see it more a little bit how the other person might be seeing it. And you're getting out of that confrontation into support. So if you get in that position, you go, huh, wow. Then all of a sudden we're starting to both look at something a little differently. But the person who I'm caring for hasn't changed one iota yet. I'm the one who's made that choice to take that step back, the step out. And when I do that, it allows my brain to not feel trapped into what's going on. Because whether I know it or not, I'm as I'm in as much trouble as my partner um, because I can't see a way out either. When we're front to front and I say, you're not listening to me, you you're and, and you're yelling. What happens is we're trapped. And being trapped is very threatening to human beings. So if I can simply take that step back and go, wow. And then all I have to do is repeat the words. Is it I'm part yeah. of human nature that we want to be right? Is, mm. 
What do you think, Craig? How often do you like being wrong? <laughs> well, apparently I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think if you can see being being wrong as any as as something different. And that's one of the things we emphasize is making mistakes is how you learn. I mean, I am so sorry when you have somebody's brain who's changing, what you used to do isn't going to work now. And that's so hard to, I mean, you don't know it's not going to work till it doesn't work because it worked before. I mean, you've been in this relationship a long time and all of a sudden you're realizing, wait, this isn't working. What the heck? And unless you've done something different, it might be something happening for them. And it's like, okay, so they're different. Huh. And that's that moment where you can go, they're different. And it's like, okay, so they're different. Now what? And it's like, well, they're not getting my message. I would absolutely agree with you. They are not. Well, that's frustrating me. Absolutely. And I can understand why, because you've delivered the message five times. And by the fifth time, what, why do you think you might have gotten a little louder anyway? Frustration? Or you thought maybe they didn't hear you? I mean, have you ever yelled at your kids? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that worked. <laughs> or a dog. Or, when, do we, when else do we yell? When we see somebody doing something, what? There's something that's dangerous. You want to immediately get their attention. Yeah. And we, we forget that that's what we're looking for. Um. A friend of mine, I'm sure he didn't make this up, but he he used an expression one time when, uh, what did he say? Uh, when the only tool you have is a hammer, everything begins to look like a nail. Is this the, sort of the situation that we're in right now? Well, and I think what we're recognizing is, I think we've, we've got a different thing going. I think you have a bolt. Where's your nut? <laughs> it's like, I don't think the hammer's going to go very far here because I mean in this case even if it was a, a narrow screw maybe you could get the hammer to drive it in before the screw bends I don't know it's a short screw maybe you could get it in if it's rotten wood but the problem is you're telling me it's not going in and if it's not going in it's not going in getting louder and hitting harder with the message isn't going to go in in your hammer analogy so it's time maybe to put down the hammer and go wow um, let me take a look at this. What's going on here? And it's just that opportunity to get curious rather than be frustrated. I, I think we're going to have to start a new a new term here. Keep us tool belt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because yeah, you got nails in one pouch, yeah. and you got a you got a, a hammer over here. You've got your tape measure. You've got yeah. you know the screwdrivers. Maybe you, maybe you need that a magnifying glass to sort of take a look at that thing. Is that a nail or what? You know. It was a no, huh? Oh, to, to to help people sort of get over the initial frustration of this, mm -hmm. is there somebody we can talk to, somebody that we can refer people to that can give them some guidance? Yeah. And can we learn enough skills online to sort of make a difference? Or do I really have to go and see you in a course? Because I, I mean, I'd love to, but you're over there, I'm over here. Yeah, well, yes to yes. And so, yes, we have people and we call them consultants. And so if you do consult at tipasnow.com, you'll be contacted by someone who can talk with you. Um, and you could do it talking or you can do it emailing or you can do it Zooming or you can do it by phone. I mean, there's all kinds of options. Um, and we also have numbers of opportunities where people can just go online and find YouTube sessions about this. What I will say is I get messages 
oh, usually two or three or four a week about how they took what I did. I've never met the people and they used it and it made such a difference in the relationship and their own abilities. They were amazed and it changed the whole journey for them. So I think there must be a way people get it, Greg, because uh, there are people out there I've never met who say they've noticed that it makes a difference for them. Well, we, we know it's not rocket science. We're not at, we're not going to the moon or anything else. Yeah. The beauty of of what you teach is that some of it is so simple. You just you go, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, I know. Usually, it's like when when we say, you know. So the problem is for the person whether you meant it to or not. Even if your volume didn't go up, your intensity went up, and maybe the frequency went up, or there's something going on here that isn't working. And so that idea of like huh, well, yeah, uh, that's what's happening. I mean, a number of people go, have you been to my house? It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> I have in several different situations, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know, that idea. So I think, you know, yeah, it does matter that this resource is out there and people can use it even without much guidance. But if you want a little guidance, we're, we're happy to do a free session, free half hour session for you to get you kicked off at least. So you're people, not alone. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. For more information, go to tiposnow.com.